today is in fact the day the Lord has made, and these are the times in which God has decided we shall live. Inherit therein, lawyers speak there, resides unique responsibilities because we live in a time of choosing. It is a temporal time of choosing. It is a spiritual time of choosing. This week, we're talking about lightness versus darkness. Do we walk in the light? Do we walk in the dark? Uh, Yesterday, we had Jim Walsh, Representative Walsh from Washington State, join us. And our phone system at the radio station had gremlins, and we got cut off halfway through a fascinating interview. Um, Jim joins us back on the Todd Herman Show. Jim, just to bring people up to date, you had talked about uh, this event at which you wore a Jewish star of David. You'd said that this was an attempt to communicate unity with people. But just real quick, just people tune in new all the time. Um, you had mentioned w- w- quickly why you had learned that was so offensive to people and, and why you decided to make that apology. Well, people I respect uh, said that the I- image is so potent, so powerful, yes. profound, that it, it overwhelmed the, the words I was speaking, the message I was delivering. And um, it took me a couple of conversations, but I, but I saw their point. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, when we when we deal with these issues, Todd, when we deal with hot button issues, controversies, whatever you want to call them, issues that blow up in the in the culture's mind, you have to separate. I believe you have to separate the people of goodwill who who truly feel in an informed, intelligent way, either for or against something. In this case, a couple of people whom I respect who just thought it was too much and and overwhelm the message and then there are sort of jumpers i call them jumpers people who get involved in the issue not so much from a place of good faith and good intent but just sort of partisans who want to jump into any moving vehicle they see and they see that this is a moving vehicle and they jump in so those you try not to be swayed by because i don't think that their intents are good i think their intents are are cynical and exploitive and, and, and political. But you do try to pay attention to the ones who are speaking from the heart and from the mind and are speaking in good faith. So uh, you always have to go through that process in, in, in politics and in public life. You have to be able to separate the, the, the real concerns from the, from the fake ones, from the right. cynical ones. And I think there were enough real concerns in this case that it changed my mind about what had happened. It made me see uh, as the best discourse and dialogue does, it made me see from other perspectives that I respect what I've done. And uh, when you're in that situation, I think you can you can make a heartfelt and genuine apology. You can you can say that you see that from their perspective that it, uh, it didn't work, and and uh, and then you try to move on. Uh, you try to learn from it, move on. And um, uh, it, it's it's been interesting to me to see this. And, and this is not. The question of the iconography, of the images, this is not something entirely new to me. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of the writer Daniel Borston, who uh, was the librarian of Congress for many years. It's a great story. He started out as a campus communist, as a radical, when he was at college. And then he was part of the that generation of the original neocons before that term took on a, a current meaning. Right. Uh, these were people who had started on the hard left and migrated to the to the middle and then to the right. And uh, Borston was one of them. And he wrote a great book 
years later, when he was more conservative, he wrote a great book called The Image, literally called The Image. And it is about uh, iconography and how how images stick to people and mean have meaning to people. And and I I should have remembered the book when well, uh, when I was involved in this. But I think you did remember the book. And uh, Jim Walsh is with us because, um, Jim, I, I, I just think it's ineffective. And I think that, you know, wearing a Jewish star of David that way is ineffective. Um, and, and you've learned that it's also hurtful. And, and I know you to be a man of goodwill. So your apology, you know, I know it to be sincere. And the message that you are speaking, Jim, I believe is vital um, because you speak of iconography. We have groups that are tearing down statues of of leaders who freed slaves and they think they're tearing down slavers they have no idea what they're tearing down they're just tearing down we see flake fake blood on the um on on statues of christ jesus all throughout canada um we see destruction of public buildings we see going beyond i mean you can go to the iconography of 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 antifa and Black Lives Matter Incorporated, and you can tie that back to the image, the iconography of communism and, and literal fascism as they pretend to fight against this. That's just being used, Jim, to animate people into attempting to murder cops and burn down federal courthouses, etc. And, and this, I've watched the Washington state media ignore that. I've watched Jay Inslee ignore that. I've watched the Seattle left um, allow two terrorist groups to take over parts of downtown Seattle. And Jim, most disconcertingly to me is as we're talking, we have two things that are going on. A continuing scapegoating of white people and saying that white, if we just get rid of the scourge of whiteness, which is impossible since it doesn't exist, only white people exist, man thinks it'd be good, then we've learned that the Biden administration now intends to go knock, knock, knock on doors to make sure people have taken the mRNA injections, people who've chosen not to do that. And somehow there's a database. Let's start with what you were trying to say with that image. You've talked about the disappearance of individual rights. Are you also talking about the targeting of certain groups as official policy? Do you see the same thing I see? To be sure. Um, Underneath the politics of image is uh, is a, a, a calculated effort to, to divide us, to divide people, and to uh, erode the common good, the commonwealth, as we called it in our founding days, among us, that, that we together as a society should always put forth. Economists call it externality. Call it what you want. But that commonality we have, that shared humanity, that shared notion of individual right and liberty is essential to, to making this nation and, and our state the, the, the melting pot that it has always been, the, the friendliest place in the world to immigrants and to people of uh, uh, minority philosophies, not just minority skin, uh, minority beliefs. This is the friendliest place in the world. Has been. I believe it will be again, Todd. I don't think I don't think we're done. I don't think we've passed a point of no return. I think we can reclaim that which is so important to us. Okay, so this is where we were, we were rudely interrupted by tech yesterday that you believe we can reclaim this. 
Jim, I'm of two minds of this one. I pray God can reclaim it. Uh, and I pray he will. I pray he will. I don't know that he will. Uh, I don't know that we can, because I will tell you this. I firmly believe that people like Jay Inslee and Mayor Snow Shovel Durkin and Sideshow Bob Ferguson, I believe they have brought back to life a monster they think they can control. And let me ask you, first of all, do you think, well, who do you think on the left is actually aware that they are racially scapegoating the same way every violent totalitarian regime does that, Jim, I've never seen it stopped. Once it starts and 20% of the people believe, yep, that race of people, they're the ones who took everything. I've never seen that successfully reined in. So do you think there's people uh, on the political left, and are you willing to name names, who are purposely uh, dividing us by race with the mind of tearing down the society? I think there are, but I think there are few. I'm not sure that there are any in the state of Washington who are, frankly, Todd, smart enough to see deeply into the policies they support. <laughs> I hope so. Maybe Ferguson, maybe Bob Ferguson. He's certainly facilely intelligent. Maybe he sees into it, but I do not believe the governor sees into it. I don't believe he understands the the, the gravity of the policies that he's making and, and pushing. Um, I don't believe that most elected officials on the left fully understand what they're doing. I think there are influencers and, and ideological persuaders on the left, but I think they tend not to be in elective office. Okay, so I want to continue to explore this with Representative Jim Walsh joins us on the Todd Herman Show. We'll do a quick track of, uh, check of traffic with right-way traffic. Jim Walsh on the Todd Herman Show. Um, Jim has apologized for wearing a Jewish Star of David, an event to communicate unity with Jewish people. And, and as I understand it, because they were obviously targeted, they were obviously scapegoated. And we know how that it didn't, go, thank God, end the Jewish people, but it ended six million lives of Jewish people and gay people and communists and people that they called gypsies. Um, that happened. Now, we are not apparently to call out the steps that we're seeing in our country. We are not to do that. We are not to say that's and that's the question, Jim. This is a this. This goes beyond politics. I, I, I want to get to that. I want to get to what are the steps you're seeing that are so alarming to you? But I want to go back to these people on the left, because um, or you were saying that they're not smart enough. Maybe Bob Ferguson, the so-called attorney general, of Washington states smart enough to know that they're racially scapegoating, that this doesn't end well. Jim, someone somewhere dang well knows that this will tear this country asunder if God doesn't step in, if we do not somehow find you know, a way to pull the or to put the linchpin back in the, the, the grenade pin, because that's where I think we're at. Are there any names you can name? Is it a, is it a Tom Steyer? Is it a Larry Fink? Is it the uh, you know, uh, is it is it those level of names that that are, are causing this? Is it the Chinese Communist Party? Do we know who's actually paying for and animating uh, these lawyers, this logistical support for two terrorist groups, BLM and Antifa Incorporated? So do we know? It is the moneyed circles. Uh, but again, Todd, it's um, I don't think I, I don't think it's the moneyed circles alone. I think the moneyed circles on the left, and, and this is not a new thing in American politics, moneyed circles 
some people with money have always been drawn to the far left. Uh, uh, frankly, they're, they're driven by guilt and imposter syndrome, in my opinion. And, and they feel they are not, uh, they, 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 they seek a personal expiation of their sins, frankly. It's a secular, uh, uh, it's a secular belief in uh, forgiveness, uh, in confession. Um, and, 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 and that's a, it, it's a, it's a terrible thing, but I think someone like some of the, the hedge funders you mentioned who make their money in kind of a dirty way, they consider it dirty. I don't consider it dirty, but they do. They feel they have to sort of, uh, atone in the public, uh, square. And that's just not appropriate for making good policy and figuring out how to pay of roads more cost effectively, but they're seeking something in the public life and politics that politics really can't offer. That's their piece. Now there are others involved who aren't even operating at that level, but, but where, what they share is this desire for a secular affirmation of things which are not, which are greater than the secular uh, arena can offer. Which are spiritual, which are right. transcendent, and and they but they seek in the 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 world uh, satisfaction and 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 uh, forgiveness and uh, well, camaraderie that yeah. that it doesn't provide. They're seeking heaven on earth. Yes, they're yeah, seeking- you said that. That's that's right. it. And well, that has led to tragedy throughout human history. Exactly. And that's the cliched way to see it. And so, or to say it, not for us to see it, but to say it that way. Um, and there is this upside down, reverse, inverse uh, religion of, hey, um, you know what? Uh, there's a new baptism. If you're a kid and you were born in the wrong body, Children's Hospital, Mary's Bridge, a bunch of other places will shoot you up with wrong sex hormones. In the state of Washington, at the age of 13, kids don't need their parents' permission in order to have that done to themselves, right? So, hey, look, it's a new baptism. You have a new name. You have a new identity, a new body designed by the left and big pharma. You could atone for whiteness by becoming an intersectional ally, perhaps attempting to kill a cop like we saw the son of a former Democrat office holder allegedly do, right? He's being charged with hitting a cop in the back of the head with a baseball bat. So this is a huge conversation. We've got about five minutes left in this. I'd love to continue this with you. You say we can step back from the precipice, but Jim, you and I have gone so far beyond bills and and Inslee and and law enforcement and and crime. And I know that we see those things the same way. I know that we see that we need to have order in society. Um, But short of prayer and and loving our enemy, even as we attempt to beat our enemy at the game, so, so hard to do. You tell me how we put the pin back in the grenade that the left has in the teeth of this monster that they've built and they think they can control this monster. No, no, no. Don't don't go murder cops now. Now let's stop. Stop. Now, now it's now it's good. How do we step back from that as we see now Biden's administration turning and saying, the uh, the people who haven't taken the mRNA injection now they're the problem they're the unwashed we need to go knock on their doors you tell me how society puts the pin back in the grenade article one section one of the Washington State Constitution all political power is inherent in the people we trust the people Todd we trust our neighbors we trust individuals and families living their lives to see that this is too much 
that this has gone too far, that sending agents of the government into neighborhoods to single out people who are non-compliant is not what this nation or this state is about. And and the the state constitution goes on to the same first section, the beginning of the document, that governments are created to protect individual rights. And key to in those individual rights, the right to property, of course, the right to defend yourself, of course, but the critical individual right is the right to be left alone, is the right to privacy, is the right to conscience. And the current administration in Olympia and the current administration in D.C. are violating that first thing. Uh, which and I trust people to see it, Todd. I trust okay. them to see it. I, I wish I did. But when I see someone in a hardware store in Seattle getting hit in the head with a bat because they didn't wear a woke mask after everybody who's wanted the mRNA injections can get them, I, my trust wanes. It, it wanes, Jim. I hear what you're saying, and it's a beautiful thought, and my trust wanes. And I would ask you this, and this is a political question. This is just the machinations of government. Jim Walsh, do you trust the elections in Washington state? I had a very revealing conversation with Doug Erickson about this, and I left more skeptical than I began. Do you, Jim Walsh, trust our election system in Washington state? That's a tough question, Todd. Um, yes, I do trust them generally. I am concerned about some isolated instances of malfeasance. And I'm concerned mostly, Todd, that the system as we built it is inept at detecting the malfeasance. And I don't, you know, I don't think it affects every election but I think it affects some elections. And I think we need to reform how we do elections in the state of Washington. I think, I think the fact that it's bad enough that you're asking that question is enough to undermine people's confidence in the veracity of our election system. Now, I think the law and the books is pretty good. I think the problem comes in our failure to follow the law uh, appropriately and thoroughly. And uh, I, I don't I don't think we need more law, Todd. I think we need better execution of the election laws we have on the books. I'll tell you this. There are colleagues of mine, Jim, um, in talk radio who will tell you privately that they see problems in and no one at my station. They see problems in elections, but they won't talk about it because they don't want to drive down turnouts. And, and I can't do that. I can't take that stance. I see the problems. Erickson informed me of some new ones in this. Um, I would rather continue this conversation, but we have the constraints of the clock. Um, I would like to have you back to have a discussion on this bigger picture stuff. Um, you and, and very few others, Jim, will talk at this level. Uh, so I want to I thank you for this and um, ask God to bless you and, and just wish you God's good grace and Thank you so dearly for coming on the program a, a second time without tech problems this time. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Todd. We will continue to fight the good fight. Very good. Jim Walsh represented Washington State. Todd Herman Show will continue with your text messages.